all trainers and Pokemon enthusiasts. Introducing Go Battlecast, your weekly fix for all things Pokemon Go and Pokemon. Get the unfiltered, raw truth on the game, culture, and community. So, let the battle begin. Here are your hosts, Zach Duarte and Dominic Zingali. And we're back for another episode of the Go Battlecast podcast. Been a fun week in Pokemon Go, Dom. We had Community Day. We had Go Battle Day. Ed Sheeran is coming to Pokemon Go. We have the last week of Season 9 and Go Battle League here. There's a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the game right now, Dom. But it's also Thanksgiving week. So we want to be thankful. And we're thankful for Ryan Swag, Swag Tips, who joined the show last week. It was our most listened to. It was our most downloaded episode of uh, the Go Battlecast existence, which is now in the double digits. This is episode number 11. So big shout out to Ryan Swag. Swag Tips, thanks so much for uh, joining the show last week. Did you get any feedback from the episode, Dom? Uh, I know that it was, uh, we we were looking forward to it and uh, I thought it was one of our better episodes. It was nice to have somebody else on for a whole episode. For yeah, once. it was really nice to have everyone on for sure. Um, I think a lot of people appreciated the, the last part as well too, talking more into the PVP aspect of things, which we got more of his insight and uh, yeah, I think, what was it? I th- the most important takeaway was to be sure that if you see Ryan Swag, you just top left. Top and that left. was it. That's correct. Yeah. Just top left. And it, it worked because he penetrated 3,500. Yeah, he did it. I think it was a couple days ago. It was 3,505. He hit it. it was, I mean, it's awesome. Huge, huge, huge congrats right there. So That is a penetration if I've ever seen one. I mean, the 3,500 is a special ELO in and of itself. And Ryan Swag, congratulations for penetrating the 3,500 ELO. Thanksgiving week, Dom, you got any big plans? I know this is the week where we all get together with our families. Uh, you got any plans? I mean, we're, we're speaking in your family's setup area right now where we're recording our episode and it looks like a hundred people are coming to your thanksgiving dinner uh well we don't know if a hundred people are going to be coming but yeah we usually have a huge gathering on our thanksgiving and hopefully it still stands for this week so we'll we'll see we'll see yeah i walked in i'm like holy shit how many people are eating here for thanksgiving (laughs) and it's such like a, a, a such a nice formal setup too yeah you know you've got the tablecloths already laid out there's pitchers empty pitchers for water i'm assuming although could be alcohol could be blood i don't know what you guys drink i'm just kidding um so yeah thanksgiving week should be fun and we hope that you're taking the pokemon go journey alongside with us here as we kind of recap everything that's gone on and is going on in the world of pokemon go yesterday dom we had our shinx community day i was really excited beforehand and now that I played it, or haphazardly played it, as I was busy doing, here's here's the thing. I kind of assess the situation beforehand, right? Well, what do you mean? Community day. Okay. I say, okay, is this a community day? I absolutely must go out somewhere and play. And the answer was no. So I had other things that came up. I took care of them. I passively played the game. If I wasn't driving, I had my phone on me, but I had the gotcha on catching what I could. I caught a rank one without even trying for uh, Great League. And I don't know. It was – I always appreciate Community Day. I like getting together with with my friends, if at all possible, going to the park. I wanted to. I I couldn't do it today. But now looking back on it and kind of assessing Luxray's performance in Go Battle League – 
I don't feel much differently than I felt last month with Duskull. I just, I get that they're not always going to be Gibble. I understand that. Right. They're not always going to be Beldum or Dragonair or whatever. I, I, I get that. However, this has so little viability in Go Battle League. And we just had that last month. We had a Pokemon last month. And again, there could be some move changes coming up in the next week or two here, right? But as of right now, it virtually has no viability in Go Battle League or in raids. Or in raids for the most part. For for raids, I would say so. I think maybe for Ultra League, there's that chance if you probably play it right. But yeah, most most electric Pokemon, that defense stat is so low that it makes a huge viability in itself. I mean, the attack stat is pretty decent. Um, I was looking up some PV poke stats and Depending on PvP IVs, it can actually uh, outbeat uh, Machamp to a CMP type. But I mean, if you're playing around with IVs, it's it's so sensitive that you want bulk, and you know if you're trying to play with anything else, it's just not going to work so well. So it's it's a it's a weird, odd glass cannon. You know, not the strongest of strongest glass cannon, but you I mean it has some cool moves, and like you said, hopefully in the new season of ten that's coming up in the next uh, what week and a half or so, or hopefully we can get some new updated moves i think people are speculating maybe psychic moves this time around is gonna have some stuff some updates so yeah maybe they can give a uh, a buff to confusion yeah right <laughs> just kidding just kidding yeah it was just uh one of these and the, the funny part was is that it's an electric type pokemon and the only weather that electric type pokemon are boosted in is rain right so if you want the weather boosted shinx you want it to be raining which then makes you not want to go outside and play the game, right? You had a situation where somebody wanted to kind of go play in their car today. So, eh, weird, weird situation. However, the bonus, a four-time chance for XL Candy on a transfer, uh, that was pretty good. That was yeah. pretty cool. And mm -hmm. I, I feel like I got... 100% transfer uh, bonus candy. I don't know. I didn't really, again, I was kind of passively playing it and, and doing what I could whenever I had the opportunity, but I definitely transferred a lot of legendary Pokemon. I got a lot of XL candy off that, and I also created bag space, which I'm very OCD about my bag space in both terms, uh, in Pokemon bag space and in item bag space. So to clear some of that out, was uh it was nice it was nice but uh, overall i would i would use the word underwhelming for this community day for shinx really yeah oh, yeah okay um i don't know i think it was a little bit different i think i had i mean i had less people around to interact with this time around and of course the rain was was part of the issue as well too but i mean i was at constitution park for a little bit and then i went to meisner park for those who know where we're at in south florida but um yeah i mean overall it was pretty good I mean, the, the 4X chance, I hope, I think they should have that for every single community day. Mm -hmm. I think it makes XL collecting a lot easier. Um, I didn't really go too crazy catching, you know, I had the gotcha on and, and, you know, did my thing that I wanted to do for community day and ended up getting almost 370 XLs just from just that alone, mostly from the transfers. But yeah, I mean, I think anything above level 20 for your Pokemon, it was like guaranteed to have an XL. So I don't know how much, uh, how many Pokemon that you actually uh, dumped from the community day, but I ended up dumping, I think, almost 400, which, like you say, cleared up a lot of bag space. I was holding on to those Snorlaxes for XL trades, and I was like, eh, you know, just going to let it go, and I was happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm not normally one that keeps Pokemon generally, unless I see they have some kind of use, or if I know I'm able to do a trade in the next few days. 
So the only thing I really was hanging on to was mythicals and legendary Pokemon. So I got to clear out some of those dark rise, which even then I'm again, I'm a free to play player. So I only raid max once a day. So a lot of the ones I transferred were GBL rewards and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I liked the bonus. That's for sure. I guess where I'm coming at the underwhelming aspect of the community day is it's supposed to be a poison fang clone, right? Psychic fang is a poison mm -hmm. fang clone. However, when you think of a, a Nidoqueen that has Poison Jab and Luxray is going to have what? Spark? And Snarl is his other fast move, actually. Snarl. So those are, are those are two attacks that do not, um, they do not hit very hard in terms of fast moves. Poison Jab, if it gets a Poison Fang debuff, hits harder and harder and harder. Obviously, Spark and Snarl will also, but they don't hit hard in general. So the the defense debuff doesn't have the same effect it does as as per se a Nidoqueen, where that that poison jab that's doing some damage. That's doing some damage. It doesn't really unless it's a rock type Pokemon or something like that. Um, so that's where I'm coming at it from. It's just it, it doesn't have a lot of PvP uh, viability right now. I did cover my bases. I made sure to get a Shinx for Little Cup. Little Cup. I got a Luxio for Little Cup. I have a 100 Shinx that I'm saving for a possible, you know, if I were to get another 700 <laughs> XL candy, I could power up my Shinx to a level 50, but that's probably far off on the horizon. And I also have a Great League Luxray an Ultra League Luxray, and a Master League Luxray. So I made sure to cover my bases here with the community day today. And that extra two hours after the event really helped out because I was busy for the most part through the event today. But having that opportunity to sit down for an extra two hours and sort through my bag and check IVs and and, and go on Go Stadium and check which ones I, I want to power up for what uh, was very helpful. So, you know, uh, just... Uh, I'm also coming at it from the fact that, again, October was a very meh community day. And then this one was also a meh community day in terms of PvP is where I'm coming at it from. Well, but I can still think, you know, first, I mean, my two points I want to get across is the fact that, yes, it is a new move. It is a clone move, but it's a new move. So, of course, I'm looking at it in the sense of there's a lot more possibilities in the future. And that's what I'm always looking for is, is something to make things a little bit more creative. I think, secondly... For Luxray getting Psychic Fang, I think it's something that can be creatively used maybe as a safe switch. And usually most in most cases, people want to win switch, which is perfectly fine. But depending on your team comp, you know, you may want to lose that switch. So then the Pokemon you had as the lead or that come in the, mm -hmm. in the close can build up on yeah. some energy and farm. Yeah. So, I mean, that Psychic Fang can be a possible um, shield bait at the towards the very end there and, you know, could could be viable in that sense. I know Spark and Snarl is not going to do the same effect like Needle Queen does with Poison Fang and, and Poison Jab, but, you know, it's I think it's just an opportunity just to open up and create some new teams and see what happens. So that's, that's the way that I'm looking at it as. I mean, because Luxury does have Wild Charge and Crunch and all of its moves basically has some debuff move at the end of the day, which is cool. I mean, besides Wild Charge, I mean, you're debuffing yourself, but you never know. We also got the announcement for our December Community Day, which we were anticipating would be the, the, the same format as the last few years, just repeating the 11 Community Day Pokemon this year. 
Those will be that will be happening in the middle of December. That is a two day event. So that will be in the middle of December when we'll have that event, a two day event. And the and Niantic announced that your bag space, both in items and in Pokemon storage, will be increased significantly. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but we're getting to the point where uh, I can't keep track anymore. I think it's like five thousand Pokemon you can hang on to, or maybe yeah. five thousand items and four thousand Pokemon. Which I mean, I I get why they periodically do this. Like, hey, give us some more money. Here you go, increase bag space. Mm-hmm. But uh, they should just like, hey, here, here's ten thousand storage. Feel free to buy it. You know, because people will. People yeah. will. Yeah. So I am still at three thousand item bag space, and like twenty one hundred Pokemon bag space because. It's 200 coins every time, which is four days worth of coins. Yeah, with, with where I'm at right now, I think everything is fine. I mean, especially if they're going to continue this uh, XL candy uh, transfer buff, this, our bonus itself, I think it's going to be no issues whatsoever. I mean, where I'm at, what is it, like 4,500 or right now for Pokemon bag space? I mean, that's well more than enough if you're having a couple specific Pokemon you want to hold on to for XL trades. And then bag space right now is what, 3,500 max, which I know they up increased it. But our community day yesterday, you know, between Constitution Park and Meisner, I did not lose out on any red Pokeballs. So I still have about almost 1,400 now, actually. Wow. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it because the next couple of events coming up and, you know, I don't have to worry about Pokeballs. So I'm all good there. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, with with certain bonuses that we're going to get, I don't see the the point of really upgrading bag space unless you just want to be a Pokemon collector at that point. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, like I said, I'm OCD. So I go through my bag. If, if I go and grind for an hour, after I'm done, I go through the bag and get rid of what I don't need. Right. You know? So right. I'm not a hoarder whatsoever. I'm a hoarder of Stardust and Rare Candy. I'll hoard those things, which are very useful for the game, but not regular Pokemon. Uh, we also had Go Battle Day. That was uh, a couple days ago on Saturday, the last one of the season. Uh, I did not play a single game on my main account. I played on my alt account. I guess you can consider it my alt account, even though it was the account I opened the first day the game was out. And uh, I reached veteran rank with my Rhyhorn team. There we go. Rhyhorn. Rhyhorn. Not Rhydon, not Rhyperior. Rhyhorn. It was a shiny Rhyhorn I caught in uh, GoFest this year. Oh, okay. Day one of GoFest, I caught it. So that was fun. Blastoise, Rhyhorn, and Alolan Ninetales. Now, you took video of me playing with the team. What are you going to do with that video? I don't know yet. Is that video going out to the public? I don't know yet. But... You know, I haven't shaved my head in like over a week. Uh, I don't know Looking yet. Looking kind of grizzly over here. I have the tiger. <laughs> that was a good game, though, right? That was a good game. That was a, I got that sack swap on the uh, Hypno throwing a thunder punch onto my Rhyhorn. No damage. Yeah. No damage. Rhyhorn wrecks half the meta in the Kanto Cup. I really wanted to try. I saw Zionic today put a video out with Dodrio, and I was like, damn, I want to try that Dodrio. I was so close to using one. And, I, and I don't have one at all. I have I had the Shadow version and the regular one, which is like below rank 10. Is Shadow Doduo? Oh, yeah. Wow. And, and Mudshot, it does learn Mudshot, but it is a legacy move. And I have a lot of extra elite fast TM moves. So I was so tempted to do that. I think it has Stone Edge and Mud Bomb. So yeah, it has a lot of a lot of play, I would think. Right. So uh, that was Saturday. We got the, was it Triple Stardust on Saturday? I th- yeah. Quadruple Stardust maybe? I think it was, yeah, but that was only for- Just your, the, the, the rewards, the in-set rewards, not yeah. the end-of-set rewards. 
And uh, I don't think I'll be reaching Legend on that account, although I haven't really tried. This was just the first couple of weeks I'd used that account. And uh, it was fun. It was, I, I, just, I love using Pokemon that people... You saw, I did a battle in front of you with Rhyhorn, and I pulled it out on, on a Alolan Marowak. And people always have that reaction when there's a Pokemon that they don't know, where they're just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And what is it using? <laughs> you yep. know? And it's hitting the Marowak for super effective damage. I think it has a Mud Slap or Mud Bomb or one of these Mud Fast Moves. So yeah, I just I just like using fun Pokemon. I would love to do a, a Rhyhorn Dodrio team, but maybe maybe the next Kanto Cup go around. That was a lot of fun. I'll, I'm telling you, I'll be ready for the next Little Cup. All right. Oh yeah, for sure. What was the last Little Cup that that was that just passed the, a few the, weeks ago? The Little Jungle Cup. Little Jungle Cup that fucking wrecked me. Gave me that PVP PTSD. Yep. I'll be ready next time for you, yep. little bitch ass Jungle Cup. That's right. I'll be ready. I'm gonna be ready for any Little Cup. Every Pokemon now that I catch, I. I'm like, okay, do I need this for the little cup? Like, I, I caught a, a Glammeow today or whatever the, the Pokemon is. Uh, zero, 13, 13. I'm like, oh, little cup, let's go. <laughs> it's so stupid. I, I, I literally do have PTSD from the little jungle cup, man. It almost ruined my season nine. You know that, Dom? Thank yeah. God for the Pokemon Go Championship announcement. Yeah. That kicked me back into gear. But that was a good three days where I would like open the game and uh, I would just convulse and I, I couldn't <laughs> move, you know? And I, I just, I had to put the game down for a few days. I had to put the game down for a few days. So, but we're back. We're back. But yeah, I mean, you, you had your little bit of spice. I only played two sets um, for Go Battle Day. I actually haven't played PvP for a week and a half, I think. And Go Battle Day, I was like, I, I got to play something, I guess, at least. And uh, I went with a little bit of Spice, too. I had a couple of our local chat members uh, train up a little bit, get a little practice. And our good old uh, wonderful friend Artemis was like, oh, I'm glad to see Dom bringing back Electrode. And not only Electrode, but go on and using Needle King. So Ooh. paired it up with Needle Queen as well, too, in the back. You know, have some double debuff movers back there, and uh, I was having fun. I mean, it has a lot of potential, but I mean, the team is so new. I just didn't know how to really play a hundred percent. But it was, it was fun. It was, it was nice to see an electrode in the lead, seeing the Pidgeots, the Hypnos, and the Laprases, any water type. I had fun. I mean, there was one battle that we threw into the group too, where I forgot what it was, where they brought in their Blastoise, and then I brought in my Needle Queen. I'm like, there's nothing else I can do. It's just like. It was just that fight. It was just that battle. Oh, yeah, because I had Electro as a lead. He brought in his Blastoise, and I'm like, well, I need my Electro. So Needle Queen goes in, and that's it. I mean, we're just like poison jab and water gun down, and it was it was fun. You could have uh, sacked the Needle King or Queen in that space, too. Yeah, but I think I think Queen pulled through after some of the, the volt switches from. The hard part with Blastoise is trying to time a move. Yeah, you have to count <laughs> at that point. A water gun. I don't even know how many water guns it is to a Hydra cannon. Yeah. So. Usually, like, King says, oh, it's like seven seconds. And, well, okay. I can't I can't count seconds. I can yeah. count moves on slower moves, like Confusion. Yeah. I can count that, but I, I cannot count to seven seconds. I'm like, ooh. I'm, my eyes are all over the place. I'm looking at the charge moves, the, the switch timer. How many moves they're throwing, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, so that was Go Battle League Day. We have one more week left in season nine. I always look forward to the new season announcements. Of course. I'm very much looking forward to seeing what they're going to do for season 10. We know that season 10 will also count for the Go Battle Championships. So if you do not make expert, no, I'm sorry, if you do not make legend in the next week, don't fret. You still have season 10. 
to be eligible for the Pokemon Go Championships. So do your best this week. Don't overdo it, though. It's This is a, a week for the holidays and the family. If you're talking about making Legend or spending time with family, spend time with family. You can hit Legend later. Uh, you know, Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving. So make sure to spend a lot of time with your family this upcoming week. In terms of in-game events... I'm not going to be able to recap this very much because this is an event for Mexico only. We have a Mexico special event for 7-Eleven in Pokemon Go, Mm -hmm. where I think the biggest news out of this is you'll be able to get Steelix Mega Energy. Is that right? I believe so. Yeah, you'll be able to get Steelix Mega Energy in here. And also, in this event, Dom, you can catch a bunch of Shuckles. (laughs) Hmm. I'm really wanting to get my shuckle to level 50. Did you hear that home slice? Yeah. Did shuckle you? to shuckle battle. <laughs> speaking speaking about that actually, when I when, after we had Ryan on her last episode, it was that night when we're when I was editing the podcast, I had like two or three shuckles back to back to back that popped up, posted on Twitter and good old home slice liked it. I'm like, "Yeah, we well, you know, good old shuckle support, you know. Save the shuckles. I guess that could be something else we can throw." Throw on a T. The hard part to read is there's this event flyer and it's completely in Spanish, which I am very much gringo. Yeah. So it looks like experience points will probably be doubled. Um, We're going to get our lure time probably switched up a little bit. Maybe the double time for lure. Uh, It's only a three hour event. Yeah. It's nothing too crazy. Only a three hour event. uh, But the big news here is looks like um, Mega Steelix is coming to the game sometime soon. Which is cool. Yeah. That's a cool Pokemon. Definitely a cool Pokemon. It doesn't change typing, though. Yeah. And you, had, you have your two unknowns that are going to be coming back uh, as well, I, too. I'm over the unknowns. What a stupid Pokemon. Yeah. What a useless Pokemon. I know I know the collectors want that stuff, but yeah. Man, I could care less about unknowns. I delete those so fast. I'm still looking for a Hippowdon shiny. Just don't have one. Ah, uh, yes. The Hippowdon with Rock Weather Ball. Mm-hmm. Got to use that to... Couple of weeks ago as well. So yeah, we got the Mexico uh, Mexico in-game event for 7-Eleven, and I'm looking at the show sheet that you put together here, Dom. We have an Ed Sheehan event. Yep, that's not his name at all. Nope, it's Ed Sheeran. Oh, I thought it was like Sheehan. No, <laughs> you really not know his name is Ed Sheeran. I don't know. Wow, I, I don't even pay attention. Honestly. I mean, I don't really. I mean, listen, I know who Ed Sheeran is, but I don't know who he is because I don't care. Yeah. He seems like a nice guy. He apparently makes good music. That's not my type of music. I have no problem. I have no problem with Ed Sheeran. You might have a problem with Ed Sheehan. But coming from your words, I would say I don't care because all I see is Squirtle with sunglasses again. Yep, yep. That's the big news around the event. I guess Ed Sheeran really likes water Pokemon because this is a water type Pokemon event, which I kind of miss these. Uh, Pokemon typing events. Mm-hmm. We used to have these the first, I would say, two to three years. Like, oh, it's a rock event. You know, you can catch uh, Geodudes and Golems and all those kind of Pokemon and uh, Onyx. But you don't have those anymore in the game because you have more Pokemon now. So this is a water-based event. Starts the Monday following the weekend of Thanksgiving, Monday at 8 a.m. local time to Tuesday, November 30th. This looks like the next big in-game event. Uh, we have special in-game music at night and a special performance by Ed Sheehan or Ed Sheeran. Depends on who you ask, me or Dom. Boosted water type starters in the wild. And of course, Dom's favorite, Sunglass Squirtle from the Squirtle Squad. 
who doesn't love the sunglass score? I, I loved when they had added that to the game. That was a, a cool ad. Like, oh, wow. I never... Yeah, I missed that part of the, the game. I didn't play it then. I have plenty of plenty of them for you if you ever want. I, I knew not to delete those. I knew not to delete that. I have probably had like 30 of those. Uh, that will be shiny eligible. There will be a sweatshirt avatar, stickers. What a dumb piece of gameplay, stickers. What a waste of time, too. And some people like them. And a free one-time uh, event. We'll have also a uh, Ed Sheehan or Sheeran performance. Depends on who you ask again. And uh, yeah, he's going to be playing his songs. Perfect, Bad Habits, Overpass, Graffiti, Thinking Out Loud, First Time, and Shivers. Overpass, Graffiti will be playing every night in Pokemon Go for the duration of the event. Boosted spawns here in the event. Dom Squirtle wearing sunglasses, Totodile, Mudkip, Piplup, Oshawott, and... I think if anyone is uh, needing any of those water types because more than half of them are so viable in PvP, I mean, this is the best opportunity to start catching. Just to get some candy, XLs, better PvP IVs. I'm still looking actually for a better Empoleon IV for Ultra League. I, I am I am also. Because I, I don't also, have yes. a good one still to this day. Correct. Uh, Mudkit, uh, Swamper, I'm, I'm pretty good on that. Yeah, but I need the XL candies. Yeah, just in I case. need about 100 more XL candies. Um, total dial. I mean, I wish for alligator had a little bit more play and I'm still waiting for our good old frog to get a community day because Froakie. Yes. Yeah. Well, the thing is you can, you can catch a good IV one now. Yeah. And then you can hang on to it. I mean, I already have a rank one ultra league, a hundred percent one. So I'm, I'm good to go. I just want the shiny and, and move on. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of good, a lot of good water types that you can definitely catch this time around. So don't sleep on it for sure. Enjoy the music. Hopefully it's good music. I haven't listened to his music at all, but uh, yeah, enjoy a little bit of the music this time around because it's not something you usually listen to in Pokemon Go. Yeah. And there will also be uh, field research tasks with the Squirtle wearing sunglasses. So that's your chance to catch a good IV one there. And I believe that Blastoise in the Ultra League is XL. Yes. So another another opportunity here to get XL candy and uh, make sure you get a good IV one for Ultra League as well. So yeah, it's a cool event, cool event. I think eight days is a little bit much, but I think they're kind of uh, passing the time here till December 1st, yeah. is what this sounds like. So Ed Sheehan event, according to Dom. Another piece of noteworthy news here, Dom, the Pokeminers. Again, if you're not following Pokeminers on Twitter, what the fuck are you doing? They have discovered that Chansey is getting a photobomb. So this has led to the question, is Chansey getting a community day? Oh, man. Chansey with community day. I would love that so much, and I would also really fucking hate it. I would I would want it so bad. I Because I don't have... I actually hatched a happening today, but I do not have a single Little Cup Great League... Or I guess it can be viable in Ultra League as well. I do not have a single uh, Chansey, Blissey, Happiny with good IVs for any of these leagues. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I would love it from that aspect. But, man, if I have to see more Chanseys in Go Battle League, I'm going to be so mad. I don't know. How long? Every time you see a Chansey in battle, that is going the distance. Yep. A battle's going the distance. It's 100% guaranteed. I saw, I had battles against Chansey and Lickitung. Like, give me a fucking break. It's, I, I, listen, I, I understand that there is a meta 
there will always be a meta. We talked with, with Ryan Swag about this last week. There will always be a meta, and the meta will always be annoying, right? And I get I get mad because I'm trying to have some fun in Go Battle League, and I keep seeing fucking Lapras, Hypno, Dugong, Chansey. I see the same shit over and over and over again, and it's very rare that some. It's very rare that somebody is running fun, interesting spice that I've never seen before. Today, somebody went up with a Parasect, and I was like, I have no fucking clue what's coming at me. I have no clue. I was, I was thinking and, about and, using a Parasect, too. that's fun. That's yeah. fun. Like, oh, shit. What do I do here, you know? So I understand there will always be a meta, right? But, ah, man, just people running the same shit over and over and over. And I feel like Kanto Cup is, is an opportunity, just like any of the little cups, to try some different Pokemon that you don't really have an opportunity to run in other leagues. And Lapras, you can run in any league. Right. And it's it's viable. So I and look, I get it that some people are trying to climb to get to legend rank because it means something this season. And I can't take that away from anybody. But it's just fucking annoying when people are so uncreative with their team compositions that it's Lapras, Muck, Lickitung. You know, it, it, do something unique. Yeah. No, and in, in, in the beginning, we we did see a lot of the Lickitungs and the Chanseys, and I, I've seen a couple streamers hit Legend with it as well too. And you know, that's it's fun, it's fun, whatever for that time moment. But I mean, it did pass away because eventually, it almost became like a water league at that point. I mean, we did see a lot of the Blastoise, the Dugong, the Lapras, and and you know, with the mix of Needle Queen as well too. But I don't know. I mean, it's there was still some viability and there were some changes a little bit here and there. But yeah, no, I get what you mean. I just want to have this out of the way just so like everyone has a chancy, like everyone has a gibble now. And, you know, it's there and I know some people are going to use it, but, you know, it's just funny because I think just some streamers or content creators may throw something as a certain rarity because not everyone can get XL chancy. So they make it something so special that everyone now has to go and use it until they can run it down to the grounds until something else comes along and changes the meta. So, yeah, I just want, I mean, I want this community. I don't care. I mean, let me get the XL. Let me get the chances. Let me get all the special IVs. And I don't care what move it's going to get because it's probably not going to make that much of a difference. I mean, I, I like that there are certain Pokemon that are more difficult than others to catch. And it feels like it's a lot of normal type Pokemon, right? Snorlax, right. Lickitung, Chansey. These are normal type Pokemon that they're not very common in the wild. And even when they're in events, they're not there that often. So I, I don't know. I, I just, uh, yeah, I'd be happy to get one myself, but I'd be annoyed that everybody else has it too. Nah, I don't care. Nah, I don't, I don't want to go up against it in Go Battle League. I'm going to be pound town. I need a two-minute battle, not a four-and-a-half-minute battle. It's going to be pound town, where Shuckle is going to be up with a Chansey, and then we're going to have Smeargle in the back with Cross Jump and Counter. <sighs> You're making my head hurt here, bro. Yep. There we go. Moving on. Oh, uh, what, 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 what Community Day Pokemon would you absolutely love to see? And let's 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 change the parameters here. And I'll give you a minute to think about this yeah, if you need. Yeah. No starter Pokemon because we're gonna get the starter Pokemon. Right. Right. And no pseudo legendaries because we're gonna get the pseudo legendaries. Yeah. But the, the thing about this question is your your knowledge of the main series games is not that great because you haven't played a bunch of them. Right. 
I like last episode. You're like, yeah, yeah. I played up until yellow. I'm like, okay, that's Gen One. Yeah. Well, I'm playing. I'm, I'm comparing it to the actual game, not to actual right. generation. Right. Right. But yeah, no, I get. I get it. I was speaking in game terms. You're speaking on whatever terms. I get it. Um, what Pokemon? I'm going to say because we just recently had the Halloween events and a lot of people were fighting for it for so long. I mean, I think Litwick would be really, really cool for a community day for sure. Right. I mean, it has a lot of spice. I mean, it's still a glassy Pokemon, but I think if it had something a little bit extra instead of Flame Charge, it would be kind of cool as a secondary fire. I think if anything, if they updated Flame Wheel, make it probably a better energy generating move, maybe have some form of debuff a defense drop debuff where it maybe can help Marowak in, in the same run. I think that would be kind of cool. And the only other one I can think of, it might be an odd pick, but I'm thinking maybe Temple because it's already a shiny. People are going to complain. It's, it's a, a pretty cool shiny. It's a cool shiny, but I yeah. think it can be something cool as maybe, maybe as like in a replacement to Swampert in some situations. Um, but I mean, those are like really the two big ones that I can think of. I was looking through the Pokedex. I think Gigalith would be kind of cool as a three-stage Pokemon. I think the shiny is cool too. I, and, you know, I've seen Home Slice Henry uh, played a couple times. And I, I think it could have some viability if it had maybe a better, faster, uh, fast move, a faster energy, fast move. Um, but those are probably like my three t- picks that I can think of on top of my head. Um, the only other one that I can think of would be first generation would be Sand Slash if it maybe got Shadow Claw. Hmm. So maybe like the Shadow version can have some play and who knows, maybe like the Alolan versions may have something like that can give a little bit more coverage as well too. But those are those are my picks. What about you? Well, a couple come to mind right off the bat. One of them is a, is a Pokemon they haven't introduced and I would say it's in my top five Pokemon throughout all the generations and games is a Pokemon called Honedge which is a sword. Then it evolves into Dewblade or Doughblade. And it's two swords. And then it evolves into Aegislash, which is a sword and shield Pokemon. It's a pretty cool Pokemon. I don't know how they'd be able to pull this off because in the main series games, you can change forms within the battle to be more defensive or attack-weighted. The defense form, the shield is in front. Attack weighted, the sword is out in front. Pretty cool Pokemon that That's was interesting. What definitely came out way before. It's definitely an interesting Pokemon that came out before the game, Sword and Shield. And get this typing here. Steel Ghost typing. Ooh, that would be a cool mix. Yes. Yes. Steel is one of my favorite typings in the game. And uh Aegislash was uh, so much fun to play with in the main series game. So that's one. Uh a couple of Kanto Pokemon that that, that get evolutions later. I'd like to see Poliwag. Mm-hmm. And all, the other thing about Poliwag is you have the different uh, third stage evolutions, which you could go with, right? Poliwrath or Politoed. Yep. So I know we already have the shiny, but maybe you could give it some kind of move depending on what you evolve it into. And then uh, Magnazone. I was about, yeah. Love to see Magnazone. See, that's the thing. I think if, if they're going to do a next electric community day, there needs to be like a fast move or something. That's going to change a lot of the electrics because Correct. Magnezone is cool, but, you know, Luxray suffers from it like we just talked about. Magnezone suffers because, you know, it's just th- there needs to be a, a little bit of new pool of moves for, for something like that. And then another one I'd really like to see, which we just talked about how they haven't really done normal type Pokemon for Community Day, except for Eevee, 
but it evolves into a non-normal Pokemon is Lillipup. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Lillipup. It evolves into a Pokemon I really like to use in Go Battle League, but it's pretty terrible, as a matter of fact, is Stoutland. Stoutland is a very fun Pokemon to use in Go Battle League. Um, it suffers from uh, fast moves that they do quite a bit of damage, but they do not charge fast at all. It has Lick, Ice Fang, and Takedown, which Takedown is terrible. Ice Fang is a fun move. I like to use it in the Ultra League because you got those Dragon Pokemon. You've got uh, Togekiss running around in Ultra League as well. So um, Lick does quite a You know, all, all the normal type Pokemon have Lick. And then as charge moves, it has Wild Charge, Crunch, and Play Rough. So I was looking at the move pool that it has in the main series games. And the only move I could really see them adding to Stoutland's move pool in Pokemon Go is Last Resort. Hmm. So I don't know. Just I, I like Stoutland. I, I think it's a fun Pokemon to use and go Battle League. That'd be a cool Pokemon. It's a three-stage evolution. Uh, so you got that going for it. And you've got a really fun move pool. Again, you know, maybe they could add a fast move. I don't know. It has access to Bite in the main series games. Um, it has access to Thunderfang also, which I don't think it does in Pokemon Go. So a couple of different options there. But, yeah, you know, just just uh, some Pokemon I'd like to see. But, uh, you know, I, I liked that, th- that they had announced the Luxray. And then after participating in the Community Day today, I was, like we spoke about earlier, just kind of underwhelmed because of the inability or the... What's the word I'm looking for? Not inability, but it, the overall unimportance that it has in Go Battle League. And maybe it's because of what you just said. The, the 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 lack of a threatening fast move is probably holding back Luxray from really participating in Go Battle League. I'll say that. It probably has some viability in some of these cups, but in, just in terms of the overall Go Battle League, it doesn't really have much play. And... We also had a Pokemon like that in October with Duskull, which it just doesn't have any PvP viability whatsoever either. So two two months in a row where the Community Day Pokemon are just meh, in my opinion. And I'm not I don't need you know, a starter or a pseudo legendary. I would like something that that you can throw around. And look, we haven't we haven't done it yet, right? We haven't had Great Leagues coming back later today, so maybe we can try it out, but. It doesn't seem to have on PV Poke a great uh, win loss ratio when it comes to to go battle league. Yeah, I think if anything for any Pokemon, I mean, uh, again, like we talked about, I, don't, I haven't played every single game, so I'm not gonna know every single Pokemon, every type of move that it learns from the actual main series games. But I think any Pokemon that can learn a move that has a different typing to their main typing that they have. I think can open up different team comps than what I'm always been trying to say, like stay away from the ABB line or, you know, ABC or something along those lines. I think if more Pokemon have more moves, a lot more moves and different typings for their moves, I think it will open up doors to creative team comps and a little bit more elements of surprise. So, yeah. Um, I mean, the other Pokemon I was thinking about top of my head, which hasn't got a shiny release yet was Electros. I mean, it just recently came out. Um, I think I looked at it as shiny. It's like similar to, I forgot what legendary Pokemon that was. The one that flies, the psychic flying. Latios and Latias. Oh, okay. It has like it has like the green um, shiny look to it. And I think it's kind of cool. And I know on top of my head, it has, I think, Dragon Claw and Electric Move. You know, give it something else that can be a little bit viable too. And I think it's kind of a nice spice pick to use or something that's a little bit different. So, but yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good question, though, as far as, like, next community days go. Yeah, I'd like to see this one. And I, this one's coming eventually. It's Timber. 
Yeah. Timber's coming eventually. Um, the, the thing about it is it has really good charge moves. It just takes forever to get there. Uh, it has access. Uh, what are the moves here? It has access to Stone Edge, Dynamic Punch. Uh, I don't know what move they could to, could give it. Maybe a fast move. I I don't know. What does that? It has access to Counter. No, it has Counter and Poison Jab. So I think it was access to Poison Jab. Yes, it does. What? I did not know that. Yep, I did my research in beginning of season nine when Poison Whoa, Jab. Oh, I kind of want to try that. Yep. Wow. I was waiting for something for, for grass or something. I mean, some... you still get wrecked by a Togekiss, though. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I think it just needs a, a, a bait move, and it will be a lot more viable. It's true. It's true. Uh, you know, you look here at, at its move pool in the main series games. You have Hyper Beam. You have Thunder Punch. You have Fire Punch. You have Ice Punch. You have the Elemental Punches. I think so... the Elemental Punches would be kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because then it would make you not only want to evolve a, a, a Conkeldor to get one of the elemental punches, but you'd want one with all the elemental punches. Yeah. And that would be an exclusive move. So yeah, that'd be cool. Look yeah. at that idea we just came up with there, Dom. Yeah. Niantic, hear us. Hear us. Or hear us, Niantic, whatever. They're not going to hear us anyways. <laughs> uh, I can't wait for my next dev diary about shit no one cares about. All right. So that's the community day information, Dom. Now, there was some news in the content creator world that dropped yesterday, Dom. Uh, J Farm on YouTube, they put out a video. They spoke to their members on Patreon and also on Twitch. And it seems as though J Farm and Dustin are calling it quits on the good old Pokemon Go. After three years, according yeah, to them. Three years. They have over 30,000 followers on their YouTube channel. I'm sure they had a bunch of Patreons also and Twitch followers as well. And there's a discussion to be had around this because they've been hinting at this for a while. And I hadn't even really noticed that they hadn't been posting a lot lately. Now, I know that John is stepping away from the the game altogether. He's getting married. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, it's it's this is, a, this is a conversation I definitely want to get into here because we're new at this, Dom, but we're... And we're not doing this on the daily, right? We're doing this on the week, on the weekly. And it still is a is a good amount of time that's spent by us each week to make sure that we have an episode out. So it's something that takes away from our personal lives. And we can kind of relate to what they're talking about. Again, we don't do this on a daily basis, right? That, you know, uploading on, on I don't know how much time it takes, but you can speak to that. Putting out content on Twitch, editing it, Putting out a video on YouTube, I'm sure is very time consuming. Mm -hmm. I can't speak to that. You can because you you're on Twitch and you're also on YouTube. It's obviously a, a topic of discussion in that alone because every person that does content creation does not have a background in video editing or recording. So even for myself, knowing how long it takes, you know, for me when it comes to anything, it's usually a certain process. I like to plan it out. I like to know what I'm talking about. How am I going to record it? Record it you know, bring the footage in and edit it. So I have a, a template, so to speak, that I know it may take two and a half hours from recording to editing to putting a thumbnail together and putting it up. Now, it could be a lot longer for other people. It could be a lot shorter depending on how they put things together. But yeah, I mean, it takes a lot of time. And if you're pumping out videos every single day, you know, you have that kind of content to worry about. You have your streaming, which on an average day, if you're not over 3,000 ELO, it's about two hours, you know, to do all of your sets if you sit down and really do that. And you have everything else in, in between as well, too. And, you know, with, with us, when we're doing the recording, we got the recording time, we got the editing time. So there's there's a lot of time that goes around to, to put out content. 
to say the least. And it's it's not easy. Yeah, there's some podcasts who, who don't edit and there's some who do. I, I come from a radio background, so I prefer to edit it just to make sure it's nice, crisp, and clean. But that, that takes time because I have to listen to every second of the audio that we put out. So uh, if, you, if you didn't hear, Jay Farm announced that he is leaving the game. He's not going to be putting out content anymore. I have a feeling we'll hear from Dustin pretty soon, right? And it, Dustin did sound like he was done with the game for now, but uh, Dustin is somebody who's played the main series games for, uh, I think, almost all of them. Maybe not the last one or two uh, main series games, but I know that Dustin played a lot of the main series games, so I think we'll, we'll definitely hear from him. But they're... Basically, they were saying that the game has become stale. It's it's not fun. It's not playable in terms of go battle league. It's too laggy. And it's they, broken. And they, yeah, and it's broken. They, they've been saying this for a while. They've been they've been slowly saying these things for a while. And I didn't take them seriously because I'm like, okay, well, are you sure? Yeah, you're just gonna leave your YouTube channel. And I don't know how much money they do or don't make off these. And if you watch the video, it's about a 20 minute video where they talk about their jobs and uh, John is is trying to start a family. And he doesn't want the game and the content creation around it to take away from that. Smart, but, smart. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, there's so much negativity towards the game because it's not perfect that it doesn't need to be carry over into his personal life as well, too. I mean, because the game is not perfect and everything else that rolls around it that's not fixed. It's it's like, why continue something that is just not working? You know, in the sense that there's just other games at work, I and mean, I've talked about it before too. So I mean, I, I get it. I'm I'm not surprised. Yeah, look, I'm I'm coming at it from a couple different avenues, right? I don't put that much time into streaming and into YouTube, but I also don't play a lot of other video games. I basically play Pokemon every once in a while. I play Call of Duty every once in a while. I'll play Madden or NBA 2K. But other than that, I'm not a big video game player. So to me, playing Pokemon Go is kind of an escape from everything else, right? It's it's kind of, uh, it's my anti-drug, so to say, right? right? And it's a way for me to talk to people and meet people and, and socialize and go out and have some fun. And then also um, to play Go Battle League, play competitively, which is the reason why I'm going out to the park is to catch Pokemon and then to build them in order to to, to use them in battle because I don't really raid all that often. So I'm coming at it from a different standpoint. I totally, let me say that again because I peaked. I totally, totally, totally understand where they're coming from about the gameplay. What I will say is that I don't know if, if, if them leaving the game makes a difference Right in terms of like, I don't think Niantic's gonna be like, oh wow, J Farm left the game. We're gonna now fix our game. Um, and again, I have no problem with what they did. Of course, th this is good for their personal lives. If that's how they feel. However, I just they spent three years building this channel, this following. They had people paying them for their Patreon. Right, and again, I don't know how much money that is, but I feel like there are other ways around it than just totally quitting. Right, and again. I have no problem with their decision. It, it, to me, it's surprising, though. It's it's a surprising move. We've never seen this before, Dom, where somebody this high caliber in terms of the you know, b being out in the public just saying, I'm done with this game. I'm out. You won't see or hear from me with this game 
anymore. We've we've not seen that before in the game. So I, I felt like there are other ways around that. But if you're frustrated with the game, you're frustrated with the game. I get it. I'm totally frustrated with the game. I'm frustrated at Niantic. I, I think that the, the moves that they pull are extremely low ball. They're very sleazy moves sometimes, like the whole Stardust thing. Like, hey, yeah, we're giving you all the Stardust. And then when somebody dug deep into the into the Stardust rewards from GBL, it was like, yeah, we're, we're getting less Stardust than we were the season before. And you tried to prop up all these Stardust rewards in these events. It was just a, 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 a low move by a company that clearly does not give a fuck about their public image. So again, I want to echo, I understand what they're saying. And if they're done with the game, they're done with the game. I just felt like there could have been other ways around this, right? They have a channel. They have a following. They have people that um, clearly are passionate about their content. Like to me, when I see a J Farm video on YouTube, I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. Let me watch this. And it's like a 15-minute break from reality and whatever else is going on in the game. I really enjoyed their channel. But uh, I totally understand if they're done with the game. You know, there's, there's just nothing else that you can say. I just felt like if if they really wanted to, they could have figured out a way to make this work, right? And apparently what happened was they took a break. And the way that John felt during the break is he feels refreshed. He feels like he needs to focus on X, Y, Z. So that's why they're calling it quits. Um, if it was me, I would probably try other things in order to not just up and quit the game. I would try to post less frequently, right? And I would maybe try, because if, if they're having, and they're not having trouble, that's, that, let me, they were saying in the video that they can make more money by working on Sunday than by posting. Yeah, sure, but you know, I, there's a lot of people out there that A, don't like their job and both of their jobs are government jobs. So they can't be like their favorite thing to do. I think John drives the bus and Dustin works at the library, right? So I, I don't know. To me, those aren't like career moves in, 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 in my opinion. And I'm not trying to downgrade those jobs. Those are jobs that, that we need in society. However, you know, he's talking about his career and him being able to make more money. Well, I feel like if maybe you dedicated more time to your Patreon and getting more people to subscribe to your channel. I, I, I'm just trying to say I'm, there, there's nothing wrong with their decision. If it were me, I would try to go about it in a different way. Is all. Um, yeah, I can see that. I mean, there's just way too many factors to really consider or pinpoint one thing or another. I mean, I had a conversation with one of my buddies um, outside of our group, and you know, he gives me a compliment, for example, saying how clean and fresh my presentation is for my videos that I post. And he was shedding some information where it's like, well, not all content creators have that kind of polished look. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. But it's, you know, that's that's my career. That's what I've studied and that's what I put my heart and soul into. And it's hard for other content creators to establish or maybe have that mindset to make things better full time, bigger scale, see the bigger picture. What can I do to make things better? I mean, that could be just one entity in itself, but everything else that you've also mentioned as well too was like, yeah, I mean, we already know the game's not perfect and that is really the biggest common denominator because, I mean, I think you even shared a post about Pokegains wanting to start doing some workouts on Twitch mm -hmm. instead of Pokemon Go. You have uh, FP Sticks talked about months ago how with his new career with music or the new position that he's going to be playing less with the game and not focus so much just into posting it. less. Yeah. Yeah. Still so playing the game, just posting less. Yeah. So, and I mean, there, we're seeing these signs from multiple content creators and yes, 
the game needs to be fixed. I mean, that's probably the biggest thing. It needs to be revived. It needs new mechanics, new features, reasons for people to play. Because even personally for myself, because I can really just talk about myself, my own experience. And we talked about it in our in the podcast and our episodes before too. It's like once we hit legends, you know, what else can you do besides going leaderboards? But everything to get to leaderboards, like most people say, you can spend an hour, hour and a half just for one set. Who has that time to do that? On top of everything else that you do as far as content creation, it's really difficult. I mean, personally for myself, you know, I'm juggling different jobs and I'm a freelance photographer, content creator. Anything creative that I do, it's it's hands-on. So I, I have, you know, certain deadlines and I have things planned out where it's like, okay, I'm designating eight hours for my work. I'm going to put in four hours for games. If that's, you know, Pokemon Go, that's for either creating content or playing Valorant or any other game that I play. I just know like this is the amount of time I'm going to put in. And once I hit Legends, that's it. Like that's two, three, four hours of my time that I can utilize for other games, for other activities, entertainment. So yeah, I mean, I, I completely get it. I mean, but once the new season comes around, it's like, okay, I know I'm going to put this time back into hitting Legend again, just in case something comes up, like, you know, the championship stuff. So it's, it's not, it's not easy, you know, and I think they still have an opportunity. I don't think they're going to like stop a hundred percent because they have a community and, and, you know, John was mentioning in there that he was holding back. He didn't want to tear up or anything of that nature, but I mean, it's, they have a community and if they're going to, I don't care if they leave the game. I mean, if they do, they do, but they're leaving their community, which is probably the underlying thing of like, you can probably do something else. And if it's call of duty, I think John mentioned that, I mean, cool, but I mean, it's it's them themselves that they're that they need to stick together and maybe come up with something new. Yeah, they're one of the few channels that, uh, yeah, it's Pokemon related, but also their personalities and the way that they mesh and just some of the things that are said on their videos that don't have anything to do with Pokemon Go. Right, Dustin goes off tangent like how many times in in a stream? <laughs> right, right, right. He makes it extremely sexual. So, yeah, uh, you know, I want to make it clear because I would have no right to be. I totally am happy for John and Dustin if that's the route they want to go. If it were me, I would try something different. I, I definitely don't think that we've seen the last of Dustin. No. I, I think that he will resurface somehow, somewhere, maybe keep the channel alive. I don't know. Uh, but again, wish them nothing but the best. But, um, you know, it, it, it's hard. You have to put yourself in their shoes. And again, John's trying to start a family. So uh, maybe if they if they felt like there was more of a revenue generating opportunity with their channel and with their Discord, maybe that would be something they would stick stick with. But, you know, they did talk about how they could make more money on Sundays or whatever it is working their regular job. So, I mean, let's just be real. Being Everyone wants to be a content creator. They see what other people do and they want that. It's It's a... It's a fight and it's a consistent thing that you have to do every single day. And, you know, with this day and age, you know, everything's instant gratification. You're not going to get that income right off the bat. And I know myself, for example, I'm not consistent when it comes to posting stuff or streaming, anything of that nature. So it it's my wrongdoing for not reaping the benefits of staying consistent. But even so, being consistent, there's just a lot of other factors that come to play to be at the point where I don't know that percentage, but it's a small percentage of people that can make it as a full-time, full-time gig. 
And if J Farm, for example, is saying like this is not enough, and even like the FP sticks, uh, you know, it it gives you that realization that hey, if you're going to do this, you know, be realistic of what you're getting yourself into, what the time that you're going to put into this, and what's going to be involved, and understand like this this may not work, and you just have to be okay with it. You gotta you know just enjoy the process, enjoy what you do. You know, yes, the game is frustrating, but you know you still like the game. You, you got to make sure that your personality speaks through and, you know, you never know what happens from there. So, yeah, I think FP6 is a great example, right? A guy that posted every day almost for the most part. And then he had jaw surgery and he still posted almost every day. Yeah, having, that was that was amazing. Yeah, that was really cool. It, it introduced me to some people I would have never had known otherwise because I don't really go on YouTube seeking other channels out. And, uh, you know, the channel's still alive. He posts about once a week and the content is still great. And that's, that. you know, he's he's keeping his brand alive. He's keeping, there's, there's a way to do that and still get what you want on the other side of things is all I'm saying. But again, like, who am I to say, oh, you're wrong? Like, I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just right. saying if it were me, I would try another avenue. But again, you know, uh, we wish them nothing but the best. Right. And, and we and were- it's, we it's were, not over either. We hope, we hope. We were actually- Going to reach out to both of them uh, in the near future to 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 see if any of them would be interested in coming on, and uh, you know we could still try. I don't know, maybe in a few weeks, maybe Dustin or uh, John seems like he's just not going to be into it, but you know Dustin may want to come on and and shed some light as to anything he may be working on. So you know, uh, two guys that we we wish them nothing but the best, and as uh, you know, could could you call us content creators? Are we content creators, Dom? We're content creators, right? I'd say so. Yeah. yeah. So from uh, one fellow content creator or two fellow content creators to two fellow content creators, we wish you the best of luck. Hope we see you uh, in the game in the near future as well. So uh, that about does it for what we want to get into today. Again, it is Thanksgiving week. It is the last week of season nine in Go Battle League. All leagues are open leagues this week. I believe Great League open, Ultra League open, Master League open. One more week. And we'll get season 10 updates. Always looking forward to season 10 updates. Really hoping we have that for for our episode next week. Yeah. And I think as, you know, we talked about in the beginning episode and maybe as we close it, you know, just as a reminder, you know, don't, I know probably a lot of people haven't hit legends, but it's like, don't force it sometimes, you know, and if if it doesn't happen, it's okay. It's a game. You got another season. You know, just look at your losses and see what can be done, what can be fixed. And maybe something that we can, uh, you know, address over again some techniques and things that we can uh, get prepped for season 10. But yeah, I just wanted, there's a lot of people that are getting, I don't know, emotionally distraught about not hitting legends. And, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes when your local friends or groups or chats that hit it, sometimes hit it fast and seeing that roller coaster ride and we all understand it and it's completely okay. But yeah, I just think, you know, if you don't hit it, it's completely okay. It's like, don't think anything less of yourself. You know, it's just, there's just a lot of elements that go against you with this game. So, you know, you hit it once already before in the past. And if you haven't, it's okay. I mean, everyone's a, it's a good battle at the end of the day. And, you know, you just got to know your strengths and weaknesses and we'll all work together to make something better for next season. So if you don't hit legend, you're a scrub. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I agree with the sentiment. This is Thanksgiving week. Uh, it's a time for uh, it's a time to come together with friends and family and loved ones, and that should be the most important thing over hitting legend. Uh, so I totally get why this is the last week of season nine. They want to start season ten fresh at the 
the onset of December next Monday will be the 29th, so December a couple of days away. But make sure to spend time with friends and family and, and loved ones. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, safe travels, don't drink and drive, and hopefully we'll have season 10 updates for you next week here on the Go Battlecast podcast. Be responsible, guys, and we'll see you guys soon. Thanks for catching an episode of Go Battlecast. To catch them all, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out Go Battlecast on Twitter to connect with Zach and Dom. We'll see you next time. Fuck that skull bash. Yep. Skull bash. Although it's double icy wind. Winded. And he has a blastoise in against a dugong. Skull bashes. We're down in the red. All right. We're down the red. Is he going to shield? Uh, Fuck no. No. Fuck no. <sighs> let that let that you? blastoise. Yeah, we're taking uh, that Dugong is getting that shower, but he didn't want that shower anymore. So he's going to bring in the good old Alola Ninetales. So after the the shower, we got to cold, we got to you know chill the water down. What are we going to do here? It's going to icy, icy wind once again. So we're just this is a, a chilly fight. This is chilly. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, he didn't. He did not get Watch the. Have a fu- oh yes, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He got the little Marowak. He switches into his. Oh, he ain't switching out. He's throwing the bone club. Yep. Actually, the better move here is Shadow Bone or uh, Shadow Ball if he has. Doesn't matter. He's getting whacked. So, what does he have in the back? Ditto Queen? He's getting whacked. Ooh. Oh, son of a bitch. Oh, he has the Goldog. This is actually Zach's favorite Pokemon that he's not using for the first time ever in Kanto Cup. It's true. It is true. What do I do here? It's Bubble Beam. Give me the bubble beam. Oh, Ooh, cross no chop. Okay, okay. This this Golduck is in for the fight. All right, we got what? a double. What we got here is this a heavy slam? No, body slam. Uh, stomp. Stomp. Oh, <laughs> we're stomping. Okay. The worst fucking move in the oh, game. Oh, but we got we got this. We're doubling up on the stomps. Okay, okay. Do we get the second shield? We're gonna get the second shield. This guy's scared. Ooh. Okay, so this is gonna be uh this Ooh. is gonna be this is gonna be tricky. This okay. is gonna be tricky. I think I went over a hundred energy there. I have a lot of energy stored, don't forget. I don't think you're gonna win this. Hey, how about I have a shield? Yeah. Alright, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna fake another side shot. Yep, we gotta fake it. Nah, I'm not faking it, because he'll probably call that shit. I have an, an almost another one loaded. We were gonna we're gonna Psych out with with see, the weather see. ball. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So now you got to call it. I mean, I'm, probably one fucking bone club is going to take me out anyways. No, it won't. Hey, hang on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I have two oh. moves. But does he have a bone club? Is this a CMP tie? I go for down. the chill. He gets the schlailed. Do you know, ooh. <laughs> Come on, man. Don't take me out, Bone Club. I think it will survive unless it's uh, Shadow. Oh! Yeah, so you had to call. I told you, you had to call the bait. I didn't think he would get to it, man. What, do you had Hex or? 
Uh, yeah, it was Hex. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. It was so close. It was so close. Yeah, I think he had to call the bait. Because I think he, he survived the bone club. For a second, he didn't know what to do when he saw yeah. the rhino. He was like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's always my favorite. You can tell they're like, wait, 